0: Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended.
2: Thompson, are you awake? Uh, Thompson! What? 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 You're snoring.
3: Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, my neck. What's the matter? I think I've put it out sleeping on this
2: floor. Come up here, I'll massage it.
3: Oh, uh, sure. Thanks. Oh. Oh. How's that? It's great.
2: You've sure got big shoulders for a wimp.
3: Oh, can you even say that? (laughs) Stop
2: it! Stop it! No, don't, I'm ticklish! Oh, oh,
3: now who's awake?
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, I give up uh, Who's the whim? I, I am I I am <laughs> Hey, keep it down you fellas oh, Now look what you made me do <laughs> You started it Shh
3: I think I threw my neck out again
2: <laughs> You're not getting another message.
3: Oh, come on, please No
2: Oh,
3: well It's nice to see you laugh
2: I laugh all the time No I do so
3: Uh-uh
2: Maybe I don't have that much to laugh about
3: Oh, no, yeah Have you decided what you want to do about your ex?
2: No.
3: Maybe you just need some time to work it out.
2: Yeah. Queenie told me I can stay here till I'm ready to push on.
3: Do you want me to stay too? No.
2: You have unfinished business too. Oh, yeah. No buts. Not another word.
3: You're the boss.
2: You and Matt want some kai before you go.
4: Oh, I couldn't eat another bite. Ah, oh, kawahore, my book was big enough. Yeah, let me just uh,
3: check that i have got everything.
5: <sighs> so, how are you? Pai, me Que.
4: Good. Yeah, pai. Mm. Pai. Mike, what are you doing? Oh, I reckon I'll keep Karen company.
2: You don't have to, Mike.
4: What about your new job at Māori World? Oh, well, actually, I've got a meeting with Frank at Kau, Kau Hotel. Moving up in the world, are we? Mata? I thought you said everything was pay.
2: Thompson! Can you get that? Got it! Mata, don't let Thompson crash the car again. Yeah! Oh! Keep quiet, boy! Karen! It's Edith! Coming! Edith? Hello, dear. You
0: need to return to Clayborn. What's the matter? Your son has arrived, dear. Jared? That's right, dear. Jared? How did he get there? He came on the bus, dear. Oh, my God. Is he okay? Yes, he's all right, dear. Please return immediately.
2: Okay. I'm on my way. I'll see you soon. That's nice,
0: dear. Goodbye.
2: Edith, look after him till I get there. Edith? Edith ring. Jared's in Claiborne.
3: You're joking. I'll just
2: grab my stuff.
4: Karen, try to relax. Easy
2: for you to say.
4: Calm down, girl. We know it's hard.
2: I just can't figure out what Jared is doing travelling alone. He is only eight.
3: Why don't you ring your mother? Why?
2: My husband has tracked me down before using phone records. How? Some of us rugby mates are cops. Well,
3: use my mobile.
2: No, I'm not risking it. He could still trace it to this area.
3: But he might already know where you are. That's why we went to Kawakawa. Look, I
2: said leave it alone!
4: Sorry, I'm just trying to help. No,
2: don't. There
4: are lots of big battles with my people in this district. Very tapu place. What does tapu mean? A uh, sacred. Holy.
3: Yeah, so why is the site of a battle sacred?
4: It's where the dead lie. You remember that trick that Mike did? Oh, yeah, with the coin in those circles. Yeah, the gravitational anomaly. Yeah. Our most tapu places are right smack in the middle of those things.
3: Okay, so these anomalies are places that just don't follow the normal laws of gravity. Why? And, um, you've made them sacred sites for the Maoris.
4: No. Our ancestors were drawn to these places.
3: So, they didn't create the anomaly, then? No. They are
4: places where the souls can exist.
5: Huh? Ah.
3: And that's just for Maoris.
4: Maori. Huh? What? Say it properly.
3: Oh. Look, I've heard that word pronounced a dozen different ways since I got here. Maori. Maori.
4: Mary. Thompson,
2: if anyone knows how to say it, Mata does.
4: Okay. Maori. Uh, say Mao like as in Chim and Mao.
3: Mao. Ri ri Mao ri Much better You'll get Guys,
2: the... you know, something was weird about that phone call from Edith What? She just sounded odd
3: Odd in, in what way? I
2: can't put my finger on it
3: She's probably really upset
2: That's what it was She didn't sound upset at all
0: And then he told me I was fired I oh, know <laughs> Oh, but I got him back I told him to cook his own bloody eggs. I did so. No, I didn't, I, I, I'm not lying. Oh, hold on a minute, dear. Someone's just pulling up in a very flash car. No, no, no. I don't recognise him. Oh, oh my lord! Look, I've got to go, dear. No, 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 no. I'll call you back this afternoon. Oh, all right. okay. Well, how about tomorrow then? Oh, all right. No, you call me this evening.
3: By the way, I've got a question for you, Mata. Why didn't you tell me about Brad Norton? I forgot. Oh, now that's believable. A supervisor from Kessler's dies under mysterious circumstances, and you forget that the same thing happened to the predecessor. Why am I having trouble with this? Well, I didn't want to scare you off. Because I'm such a wimp. I didn't say that. Well,
4: Karen seems to think so.
3: Leave me out of this. I want to know why neither
4: of you told me everything you knew. You needed to find things out in your own time, Thompson. If we told you everything when we first met you, y- you would have thought we were nuts. Yeah, well,
3: the jury's still out. Uh, Matt, I, I think it's at your feet. Oh,
4: relax. I've got it. Here. I know. Press send. Uh, up. Is that you, Matt? Edith? Uh, what's the matter?
0: Is Karen with you? Yeah. Absolutely. Now don't come back.
4: I'll let you know when the coast is clear. Thompson, turn up this road. Why? Just do it. I can't go back to Claybourne. left onto that dirt road, Thompson. Why? Just do it.
2: No! What are you doing? Mara, we have to get to Claiborne. My son is there.
4: Your ex is there too.
2: Oh my god. No, turn back. Go back to Kawakawa.
4: I'll pull over.
2: What are you doing? Turn the car around! Wait! Calm
4: down! Your husband's not here. Thompson's right. You'll be safer where I take you. And where's that? There's an old campground down this road. We can go there. And do what? Wait. Maybe go early. Ealing? Good one, Mara.
2: What did Edith say when she phoned?
4: She saw your ex and you can't go back. We'll call her later. I think it's a good idea, Karen.
2: Okay. But you better know what you're doing. Both of you.
1: Frank, over here! Ah, Mike. There you are. Pretty flash place, eh? Hello. Now, what are you having? I can only afford a glass of water. Have whatever you want, it's my shout. Oh, it's... Choice, I'll have the Kiev's chicken. Where is it? Oh, the chicken Kiev. Uh, Kiev. It's Russian. <laughs> Choice. Here,
0: um, I have something for
1: you. Um, here. What is it? Your very own business card. Māori will. Mike fuck it. Culture entertainment coordinator, wicked! Ah, welcome aboard, boy.
3: So, how's your room? Oh, almost exactly like mine. Shut up. Fine.
2: I want to call Edith.
3: Ah, here, use my mobile. Thanks. Just dial the number and press send. I know,
2: I'm not stupid. I know you're not. Damn, it's engaged later. Meanwhile, we're stuck here in the middle of nowhere. Oh,
3: Karen, stop being so touchy. You have to make the best of this situation. It's a beautiful day. Do you want to go for a walk?
2: No. I think I'll try to
6: sleep. Suit yourself. <coughs> oh, that was the best chicken Kiev I've ever had.
1: That was the only chicken Kiev you've ever had. <laughs> okay. Now, Mr. Buchanan, I've been thinking about the culture entertainment for my. No, Now, ago. that can wait. Now... What head wave you made with Martha? Oh, I, ha- I had a talk with Uncle. Did you get his blessing? Well, not exactly. What did you get? Well, it was more like a cursing. Oh, that's just great. pray oh. Buchanan. Dad, where the hell are you? Philip. I'm in Kawakawa, just sorting out that business.
6: Well, I'm in Clevel. Get back here.
1: Well, I'm in the middle There's of... There's some
6: things we need to discuss. I'll see you in an hour.
1: Uh, that's not long. Oh, fine then. Oh, uh, by the way, Philip, uh, I've had a good look at the prospectus, and those figures look okay. Email me the... Hang on there a minute, I've got an incoming call. Frank, you... Where's the key to the house? In the usual place. One hour. Oh, uh, th- that'll be great. Um, bye now. Uh, where were we? Hey, haven't you got that Philip fellow on hold? Oh, uh, right... Yeah, sorry about that, Philip. Um, Yes, uh, so, like I was
4: saying... Thompson! Hey, where have you been? Oh, getting dinner. You hungry? Am I? Here you go. That's
3: one big white bait. It's an eel, you idiot. I knew that. This eel isn't bad, mm. it's like smoked fish. It is smoked fish.
2: Thompson, a week ago you wouldn't eat whitebait.
3: I'm becoming a real kiwi bloke.
2: It'll be Marmite next.
3: Ugh, oh, no
4: way!
2: Oh look, here putty putty.
4: Whose cat is that? Mm, it's a Kemp's cat.
2: Aren't you a beauty?
4: The cats like eel? Am I brown? Here you go. Hey, and can catch its own koi. It doesn't seem to like it now though. Maybe it's sick.
2: Listen to him purr. Ow! It scratched me. Bad! Bad cat! Thompson, it doesn't know any better. You alright? Yeah.
3: Oh, do you have my mobile?
2: The battery's flat.
3: Well, I might wander down to the office and try Edith again. Be right back.
2: She must have left her phone off the hook.
4: Or she's having a natter to old Sadie.
2: For six hours.
4: Her record's ten. How's the hand?
2: Not bleeding. Why did it do that?
4: Mm, The kid knows something we don't. Stay in your room tonight.
2: Like I wasn't going to.
4: Hello?
3: Anyone around? You
5: have to ring the buzzer! (laughs) Evening. What can I do for you?
3: Just need to make a phone call.
5: Oh, you can use this one here.
3: Oh, thanks. Uh, no luck.
5: Oh, I wouldn't say that. Pardon? I've got a bottle of sherry in the back room.
3: I'm more of a scotch drinker. Got that too. My friends are waiting.
5: Come on, it's just a drink.
3: <laughs> Another time.
5: Well, if you change your mind, I'll be right here. Sure. Or I might just pop over later. Uh,
3: I'm having an early night.
5: It's okay. I've got the master key. <laughs>
4: We saved you some eel. You're too kind. Mm, what's the big smile for, boy? I might have a date for later on. With Ellie? I guess. Mm, very few men get past her. So it's
3: not my overpowering sexual magnetism, then?
2: <laughs> Did you get hold of Edith?
3: No, still busy.
2: Fine. I'm going to bed. Night, Martyr. Mm. Night, Casanova.
3: Karen? It's you. She's got a funny way of showing it. Okay, where is that plug? Who is it?
2: It's me. I thought I'd just pop over.
3: Oh, sure. Come on in, Allie.
2: It's Karen.
3: No kidding. So how are you?
2: I came to say sorry. That's okay. I can be a bit of a bitch sometimes.
3: Oh, not you. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, sorry.
2: You think you're such a big stud, you're just a wimp.
3: Oh, yeah, come here and say that. Hey! (laughs) Now, if I remember right, you're ticklish. Oh,
2: don't, Thompson. (laughs) I mean it. I just wanted to use the phone.
3: It's recharging.
2: Let me up.
3: Not until you promise to stop hassling me. Ow! Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) Frick. You okay? It was an accident. Let me see. Careful. Oh. Looks quite serious. Might have to kiss it better. No. Is the patient refusing treatment? No. Well then. How's that? What's that?
2: That light swing. Man,
3: this feels like an earthquake. Come on, up.
2: Shouldn't we get under the bed? No,
3: under the door frame. Come on. Matter! Get back and No, 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 this is the safest place in an earthquake. It's not an earthquake! Matty, you're crazy! That's an earthquake! I should know. I'm from L.A. And I told you before, this is not L.A. Get inside!
2: Do as he says, Thompson.
3: All right. Get in here, matter.
4: It's glowing. Quiet, he knows oh. what he's doing. Grab the mattress quickly. Oh, help me! Oh, Karen, Karen, lift it towards me. Get under it. Go, Karen. I got it. you two, too We've got to get underneath it. You're squashing me. Hold oh, on. Oh, Here it comes. Is everyone all right? Yeah. Karen?
2: Yeah. That was so freaky.
4: Don't worry. We're safe for now. For now? Okay, where do
3: I start? I know. What the hell was that? Not an earthquake. Oh, that's three words. I guess it's better than one. Now stop dicking me around. It was the tanifa. Oh, what, that dragon you told me about? You expect me to believe that? You asked me, and I'm telling you, and I do expect you to believe me. Well, it sounds kind of far-fetched. You
2: saw the pendant glowing. You heard that screaming. What do you think it is, Thompson?
3: Well, I was thinking it might be something from... Jurassic Park.
2: Oh, that's more believable than a dragon. Well,
3: dinosaurs actually existed. Dragons are mythical.
4: Well, maybe you'd like to go out there without your mythical amulet and check if it's a dinosaur or dragon. I'm sure you can tell the difference.
3: Okay, Ah, look, this is all new to me. Why don't I just hear you out? Good idea. Here's your protective amulet. Wear it always. Whatever you say. Hey, uh, how come Karen doesn't have one?
4: The Tommy not after her. Ah, uh, what did I do? It's what you're capable of doing.
5: <laughs> Let me in, you, Javier.
4: Let you, Ellie. Um, uh, hold on, we've just got to move the wardrobe. Oh man, that's heavy.
2: On three. One, two,
4: three.
5: <laughs> oh my god, what a mess.
4: Uh, are you alright?
5: Yeah, I'm fine, but what was that noise? Uh,
4: it was an earthquake. Huh? Sure, you know all about earthquakes, Thompson. You're from LA. Yeah,
3: we've had some doozies there. I used to live in a two-story house, but now it's one.
5: Well, at least I'm covered. Anyone hurt? Doesn't look like it.
3: I think we could all do with that drink now. Mm.
5: Sure, come down to my place. I'll throw some mattresses on the floor and we can have a pajama party. (laughs) Lead the way.
3: Oh, I'll just grab my phone. And don't think you've finished explaining this matter. It is definitely to be continued. Whatever you say, Casanova.
0: Edith speaking, oh hello Sadie, how are you dear, sorry I had to rush off, you won't believe who I saw, Karen's husband, not a word of a lie, walking right up to the hotel as bold as brass and I could hear him yelling, can't repeat what he was saying, oh he was livid, (laughs) of course I did dear, I rang Karen up on that American's phone and told her not to come back here, lucky I did, she was already on her way. I've got to go, dear. Someone's just come in. All right. Bye, dear. Can I help you? Hello, Edith.
6: It's been a while. You're looking well.
0: I don't believe we've met.
6: Oh, we've met. But uh, I probably had a bad case of acne the last time you saw me. I think it was that time you threw me out of here for reading the magazines. No. It's not... Philip... Oh my goodness, look at you. Yes, well you haven't changed. Still selling the same old crap. And you haven't learned any manners. Oh, Edith, now don't start. I just came in to get a magazine. <laughs> and this time I'll pay for it.
0: <sighs> well, what brings you into town, Philip?
6: Business. The old man's late for our appointment.
0: <laughs> That's a surprise.
6: Yes, well some things don't change. Nice to see you, Edith. Oh, let me know if you ever want to sell the shop.
0: <laughs> You're just like your father.
5: Anyone for a top-up? Oh, no, thanks, Ellie.
0: I'm
3: fine.
5: What about you, Mr. Thompson? Oh,
3: no, I think I'll hit the sack.
5: Oh, it's a bit crowded in here. I mean, there's plenty of room in with me, and it's a lot more comfortable than the floor.
3: Oh, I'm used to the floor. Maybe Karen would... Oh, she's asleep already. Well... I need to talk to Amelie.
5: We can't blame a girl for trying. Well,
3: thanks for your hospitality.
5: (sighs) Night.
4: You owe me one, Thompson. And you owe me
3: an explanation about that dragon.
4: It's been here for centuries. Why is it after me? In our prophecies, a stranger arrives who is a threat to the Tunny You are that stranger.
3: Oh, whoa, slow down. How do you know that? There are too many signs. Name one. The death of Helen. What, that was foretold? Aye. Well, then why, why didn't you warn her if you knew it was going to happen? I didn't know it would be her. Oh, I knew you wouldn't understand. Oh, you
4: got that right.
3: Now tell me what this prophecy says about me.
4: You're a son of a warrior. A what? Your father was a soldier. Yeah? He fought in the Second World War. Whose father didn't? And he lived here for a while.
3: In New Zealand? Aye. Oh, I don't think so.
4: Ask him. Oh, where did I put it?
3: Hello? Oh, is
0: that you, Thompson?
3: Yeah, Edith! We've been trying to call you all day. It's well, funny I was here. It was always busy. Uh, look, I'll put Karen on. Karen!
2: Mm. Wake up! Mm. Come on, it's Edith. Oh. Uh, hello, Edith. What's going on?
0: Well, I'm afraid I've made a mistake, dear. What? Well, I saw this strange man drive up and go into the pub and start yelling, and I was sure it was your husband. He was so angry and rude, but... Look, it's turned out to be Frank's son from
2: So Greg's not there?
0: No. I'm sorry, dear.
2: Well, what about Jared? Jared? Is he okay? How
0: would I know, dear?
2: You rang and told me he was there. No, I didn't. Edith, you called me at Queenie's. You said Jared had come up on the bus. You told me to come back there. Karen, I... I wouldn't be coming back there if you hadn't.
0: Karen, I never rang
2: you.
3: Karen, what's the matter?
2: I'm going crazy. What happened, Gu? Edith says that my husband isn't in Claiborne. She got him confused with Frank's son who's just arrived.
3: That's great.
2: I haven't finished.
3: Oh, okay.
2: She also said she never rang me about Jared. What? Yeah.
3: I answered the phone at Queenie's. I know it was her.
2: And I know she said Jared had arrived in Claiborne on the bus.
3: You also said she sounded a bit strange.
2: Yeah. She sounded distant.
3: Okay. I say we go back there first thing in the morning and get to the bottom of this.
4: Aye. You fellas need to sleep. I can't sleep now. I think you're feeling tired. Sleep, girl.
2: No. Uh, I can't.
4: Sleep, girl. Sleep.
3: Not bad, madam. You've got to teach me how to do that.
4: Looks pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you better pitch in. What? That's not on my contract. Contract? Look, you do what I tell you. Now get behind the bar. Oh, man. That's... Well, look who's here. Philip! <laughs> there, you're packing on the waist. Ah, uh, knock it off,
6: Dad. Where have you been? I said an hour. Now, look, don't talk to your old man like that. I'm not too old to
1: give you a hiding. Yeah? And I'm old enough to sack you. Philip, sit down. We've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dad. Oi, bring us a couple of beers, Mike. The usual? Yeah, on the double.
6: Well, how was your flight? No, rough. I had to travel economy because I booked so
1: late. (laughs) Ah, no wonder you're grumpy. Not enough leg room. Look, why don't we make a fresh start in the morning? Look, I want to show you some of the projects I have in the works. I think you'd be proud of your old man. There you go, Mr Buchanan. To usual. usuals. Oh, Mike, uh, this is Philip. Mike's been doing some work for me. He's doing really well. Oh, you know, just doing my best. Good to meet you, Philip. Pleasure.
6: <laughs> what are you playing at, Dad? Your business partner is some 14-year-old Maori street kid? Oh, now, Philip. You never
0: change.
1: Always got your little projects. Remember that cowrie driftwood one? Now, that did solid trade, it was a winner. I just... Couldn't meet the demand. Yeah, well
6: Mike better not be like your other business associates. You sure he won't turn up to work wasted? He's a good
1: boy. Just wait till tomorrow. Yeah, okay Dad, I'll wait. I'm bushed anyway. Yeah, yeah, that jet lag. Oh, I don't know how you do it, son. Don't grease
6: Dad. Tomorrow morning you better come up with some answers or it's over. You can rot in prison for all I care.
3: Oh man, What a mess. I'm glad I didn't unpack too much stuff.
2: Man, always ready to make a quick exit.
3: <laughs> oh, here, let me help you. Oh, Karen. I think this is yours. Give
2: me that! El
3: McPherson. Stop trolling all <laughs> over my underwear. <laughs> oh, what makes us even? You had a good look at my boxer shorts.
5: At least mine don't have my phone number on them. You have your phone number on your boxes, Mr. Thompson? Okay. <laughs> uh, ah,
3: yeah. here. Morning, Ellie.
5: Hello. I just came up to see how you're getting on. We're smarter.
3: Catching some more eels.
5: How does he do it? I can never get hold of them, they're so slippery. <clears throat> if you find anything of mine when you're cleaning up, can you send it along? Sure. I'll ring if I find anything. Do you have your phone number handy, Mr Thompson? I'll wait
2: for you on the car. Uh,
3: I'll be right there. Um, here's my card and um, my number. Here. Well, time to hit the trail. I told Marta we'd pick him up down the road.
5: It's been a pleasure meeting you. My mum lives in Claiborne, so I'm due for a visit. Are you staying at the hotel? Yeah. I'll be sure to look you up. Mm. You know where to find me. Thompson! They're coming! Don't forget me now!
3: Not a chance.
1: There you go, Philip. Your coffee.
6: Just uh, leave it there. I hope you like mouldy world bro. Frank says that you- Thanks for the coffee.
1: No worries. You need anything else I'm just over- I said
6: thank you. Stan, it's Philip. Alex, sorry about all the trouble but I'm here now and we'll get it all sorted out. Is there time to- What? When? Really? Oh wow, yeah sure. Sure, lunch on Wednesday. Be great.
1: Well, that old bugger's full of surprises. Always early, eh, Philip? <laughs> I remember when your mother and I couldn't get you out of bed in the morning. Yeah, can't make money lying in bed, Dad, unless you're a hooker. Yeah? Tell that to Sean Fitzpatrick.
6: <laughs>
1: How's your coffee? Instant and bad. What I'd give for a latte. Oh, you have to go to long Rae for that. Now, Philip, I... No, we've got to clear up that maverick account. If oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Dad. I should have left it in your hands. Sorry?
6: You no, know, I just spoke to Stan. The account's been paid and they're showing a substantial credit balance. Very cute. You transferred the money overnight.
1: Well, I meant you to... Well, uh... why
6: didn't you tell me? Well, you uh, never gave me the chance. Oh, no, never mind. You have something you want to show me? Yeah, yeah. I'll um, just get
0: Mike... Morning. Oh, Karen, you're back. How are you, dear?
3: Well, she's a bit upset, Edith.
2: I can speak for myself.
3: Take it easy, girl. No!
2: I want to know what's going on here. Edith, how can you deny phoning me about Jared?
3: Karen,
0: I wouldn't lie about a thing like that.
3: Hey, I took that call at Queen East Edith. I spoke to you.
0: That's impossible. I only made the one call. I dialed your number, Mr Thompson, and matter you answered. My. I told you that I thought Karen's ex was in town and I said she shouldn't come back here. that's right. That's all I did. You're lying. (sighs) Well, when was I supposed to have rung up? Yesterday morning. Around... Just
3: um, before 11.
0: I was talking to Sadie. That's what time I call her every day. You sure? I've been doing it for 20 years. Ask her. This is crap. That's enough. Get out of my shop.
4: Come on you two, don't make this any
0: worse. I won't be called a liar in my own shop. Out. Now.
1: And right here is uh, where we'll have the big meeting house. Uh, what do you call that again, Mike? It's the Whare hui, or Whare Nui. Yeah, it'll be able to sleep 500 people at a time. Who's going to come to New Zealand to sleep on a bare floor? Oh no, it'll have all the comforts of home while still... Still re- retaining the essence of Māori hospitality. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's big over here, especially with the corporates. I've been doing some research. They're paying big money to run their team-building courses on Marais. Well, I wish you luck with it. Look, you add it up. A hundred delegates, each paying 400 a night for three nights. Whoa! That's... Uh, that's... Um, <sighs> 120 grand. What do you want, Dad? Uh, Mike, uh... Can you excuse us? 120 grand. Mike, uh, give us a minute, will you? I'll be over by the Koi house. 120 grand. The truth is, Philip, um, my cash flow's tight. I could really use your involvement. Yeah, well, that comes at a price, Dad. I know that. I've got other investors who are keen, but I'm reaching that critical point. If I don't have some bridging finance, I could lose everything. Is that right? You wouldn't let your old man go down the drain, would you?
2: I can't believe you, Thompson. What do you need that fax for?
3: Look, I just want to see what Kessler's has to say about those two supervisors from the station.
2: Fine. Here it is. Satisfied?
3: What the hell? Look at this. I can't make out a word.
2: What's wrong? Well,
3: it's all gibberish. Must be a problem with the overseas connection.
2: Are you sure it's the right fax?
3: Yeah, look, there's the Kessler's letterhead. It's a bit garbled, but you can see it.
2: Damn, Edith. I know she's lying.
4: Maybe not. Things may not be what they seem.
2: Why are you taking her side, Marta?
4: I'm not blaming anyone. Oh, I am.
3: I think Edith is hiding something. Don't be too quick to judge. Why was she so quick to throw us out?
2: That's right. She's in this up to her neck.
0: was made with the help of your broadcasting feed, so you can hear more of New Zealand on air.
1: You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network, where you can enjoy the wonders of the imagination. And speaking of wonders, Everybody wonders why the Bells in the Bat Free podcast is still plugging along. Not only on Friday Follies, but a bunch of times on Sunday Showcase as well. Give Bells in the Bat Free a listen sometime, and you'll wonder how he gets away with some of that stuff. Rated G. Family friendly. Caution. Occasional toxic puns.